From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Wednesday, August 11th. I'm Sarah Reif. The Jackson Demonstration State Forest is the largest of eight so-called working forests managed by CAL FIRE for a number of purposes, including timber production. This involves experiments to figure out how to replace hardwoods with conifers, especially the high-value redwoods that were logged so extensively for much of the 19th and 20th centuries. But the current timber harvest plans in the state forest are hotly contested by a coalition of tribal groups and environmental activists. Alder, a member of the Mama Tree Network, was sitting in the now-iconic Mama Tree when logging started in the Casper 500 on June 10th. Last week, he invited KZYX to take a tour of another site near Chamberlain Creek. Right now we're looking at a, a small grove, and we're just on our way to the larger grove, um, of Hackensquirt. And so they're, they're uh, hardwood species that they've decided uh, they don't want, mostly because they're not nearly as pro- or they're not profitable at all compared to um, redwoods. So the easiest way to get rid of them is just put a hatch mark in it and spray some herbicide in there. The tree dies, they leave it standing. Uh, it'll eventually fall over on its own if they don't take care of it, but either way, it, it's a fire risk. I first noticed this probably about a month ago, and even then the trees were already completely dead, and pretty much all of their leaves um, have dropped, which means that they've been there for a while, certainly longer than 90 days, which is what Measure V says uh, is the limit. Measure V is a voter-approved initiative that's been on the books since 2016. It doesn't prohibit the use of herbicides, but it does ban the practice of leaving dead standing trees for more than 90 days. Mendocino Redwood Company and CAL FIRE say the law does not apply to them, and the Attorney General declined to issue an opinion citing a conflict of interest. It's never been enforced. The Grove in Chamberlain Creek is one of four sites in a 120-acre experiment funded by CAL FIRE and designed by Pascal Burel, a silviculturist at the University of Maine, formerly of Humboldt State University. He says the Chamberlain site consists of 30 acres broken into five blocks of different treatments. The overall goal is to compare different approaches to rehabilitating uh, conifer forests along the coast range. And when I say rehabilitate, I mean return to, um, to healthy, resilient, productive conditions. But climate scientist John O'Brien thinks the study has more of an economic than an ecological purpose. O'Brien is a postdoctoral research fellow at the National Center for Atmospheric Research at Boulder, Colorado. John Pascal Barrel refers to hardwoods as unwanted species and undesirable species. You know, this is a perspective that a timber company would have. This is not indicative of an ecological perspective. These hardwoods, you know, support the majority of mycorrhizal relationships in the forest, not redwoods. They're integral to the natural ecosystem here. What's the intended public benefit of the study? Is it just to replace the hardwoods with redwoods so that it can be used for timber operations? Or is there also another public benefit that you're hoping to gain from the study? The public benefits would be that we're testing different approaches to enhancing forest productivity. The other big public good that we we hypothesize is going to be enhanced is the resistance and resilience to um, potential wildfire. There is truth to that. I mean, it also is highly dependent on what, you know, what kind of management is being done. A lot of the management in, in Jackson, you know, because it's uh, managed as commercial timberlands, 
uh, removes a lot of the biggest trees. And, you know, those are also the most fire resilient trees. And in a lot of ways, establishing conifer dominance and removing the diversity of the forest creates a less resilient, it creates, you know, essentially a monoculture. Uh, for timber harvesting, since most of the commercial value is in uh, redwood. Um, so managed as commercial timberlands, focus on really on establishing a lot of redwoods um, and at high density, and these are not resilient uh, to either fire or climate change. I'm sure that you've heard about Measure V, which was passed in 2016 in Mendocino County, and it's, um, it bans leaving dead standing trees for more than 90 days. And I'm I'm wondering what your thoughts are about that with the dead standing trees that are left in the study sites in Mendocino County? So I have heard of Measure V and I understand the intent and what I would hope is that the the good people of Mendocino would understand that here what we're trying to do is research and it's a good idea to compare different treatments side by side over the long term and see how they play out. If we don't try this, we'll never know whether it's a good idea or a bad idea. An item about Measure V is scheduled to come before the Board of Supervisors next Tuesday. Supervisor Ted Williams, who spearheaded the successful Measure V campaign before he ran for office, has some idea of what he hopes will come from the discussion. It's a state forest with a timber harvest plan approved by the state. So you have CAL FIRE both essentially writing the plan and approving the plan. And inherently, that's that's a dynamic that um, sets us up for public distrust, no matter how good their plan is. What I would hope is maybe we could encourage uh, an outside, unbiased third party that various factions could trust to look over the plans and give us a thumbs up that it's perfect, or maybe give a few recommendations about how it could be better. There's another option, too. There's a good body of research that says that, you know, these forests will recover and take on these old growth qualities which are associated with greater forest resilience to disturbances if you just leave them alone. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.